I like it when you do the enthusiastic intro, Boo. You should bring yeah, some, I did. Uh, yeah. Bring some pizzazz. I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't have the... Uh, I think the problem is we're both quite low-key <laughs> energy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, when I when I did that high-energy intro, it, I started something that I can't keep up. I don't know why I did that. I can, I'll give, give it a go if you want. I yeah. just want to make sure that we're actually on uh, episode 21. I'm pretty sure it is. It's worrying that when you start typing C-Dog on spotify we're still not the first thing to come up <laughs> no it's some shit playlist <laughs> and i'm probably i, I typed in c-dog radio on spotify like quite a lot episode 20, oh, 20. i thought we'd hit 20 already all right mm, i think we fucked a few ones up with the audio didn't we I yeah i've got so many files where it's like episode yeah. 17 and the next one's like episode 17 b episode <laughs> 17 c yeah. right, real episode 17 so like we do so many recordings that don't make the cut if you think these episodes aren't of a uh, high enough quality, think about the stuff that we're not including because yep. there's plenty. <laughs> All right. Welcome to episode. I think you should do an enthusiastic welcome to episode right. 20, Andy. <laughs> right. Uh, I get all nervous. Like, you know, when I had to do well, the... still. Yeah. When I had to do the Lost Tapes intro to episode two, I, it took me about an hour to record about 30 seconds. Yeah, but that was just, wasn't that just you by yourself, though? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, man, my voice sounds weird. My voice sounds weird. It's weird just doing it into the echo chamber by yeah. yourself. My uh, my laptop recorded it all, too. So there's like about oh, 60 really? files of me like, hello, welcome to... Oh, for fuck's sake. Like, That'll be showing up on Lost Tapes at some point <laughs> yeah. when we're struggling. <laughs> yeah, look forward to that one. 20 minutes of you just not being able to see a line. Right. <clears throat> you ready, boo? Right. <laughs> Oh, well, I can't do it. Right. Uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to <laughs> <laughs> episode 20. <laughs> do you get a newfound respect for like radio hosts who have to do like three hour shows and keep it, keep the, keep the energy up? Yeah. It's hard, isn't it? Especially, I don't know how people do radio shows when it's just them. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, just, just, just keep it going. Yeah. Like, all right, guys, what's the weather like out there texting? Like, God, you're on air for three hours. Just... I'd end up more like Alan Partridge just, <laughs> yeah, if I was a radio host. Yeah, it's hard. must be hard. Oh, for sure. I always think it better with two. Two hosts. Yeah, bouncing off each other. Yeah, yeah. When it's just one person just talking into like an echo chamber, it just sounds shit. Sometimes it's too far the other way, though, where they've got two hosts and they're quite high energy, but they're yeah. not that interesting or funny. And they're trying to like bounce off each other, and it's very contrived. There's someone on Radio One doing it the other day, and I was like, "Ah, uh, this is just annoying." Need natural rapport <laughs> like us, Book. Priceless <laughs> natural rapport, low key, nice. We could do like a, a late night drive show, couldn't we? Like, yeah, people said they're like falling asleep to us, though, so they'd probably crash. I guess. Yeah, that's true. We could do it. We could take it down even lower energy and do like. No, there used to be something on Radio T's years ago, talking like 10, 12, maybe like 15 years ago, called Late Night Love. We could do something like that. Hello, everyone, driving home. Yeah. This is Late Night Love with Andy and Bouge. One of the stupidest things I ever did was uh, <clears throat> I used to have quite a long commute to work, and I uh, I had like an like a MP3 player back in the day, and it had like Paul McKenna's, like how to <laughs> sort your life out in seven days. I was like, Sweet, right? Well, I'll just bang that on, like drive to work, yeah. fixing my life and all that. But he, he like hypnotizes you. So he's like, 
right, so sit back in your chair and slowly breathe. And I was like, I'm going to fucking crash. Are you getting sleepy? You're driving away? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's like hypnotizing you. So I was like, yeah. oh, right, yeah, maybe driving like an hour and a half whilst getting hypnotized isn't a good idea. You should say that at the start, like, right, yeah. don't be driving. If you're driving, turn this off. Listen to it later. Yeah, so if anyone's listening uh, to Paul McKenna whilst driving, don't do it. Uh, <laughs> yeah. it do first. do sort your life out, but not while you're driving. Going from work to evening, the night was like buzzing. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I phoned you. I, I, and you missed a phone call. I was like, oh, what happened to you? Just being at Morrison's, security guard asked me out. Really? Yeah, yeah. I was like, fucking hell. She's like, yeah, yeah. So when I got some like baked beans and that, walking to my car, <laughs> the little security guard came over. And that was like, all right. And she's just putting stuff in the book. She's like, all right, uh, are you single? And she's like, uh, no. I said, like, oh, I just want to see you really beautiful and all that. Made a night, that. Yeah. I was like, the little bastard. I was like, Did... right, which one was he? You storming in tomorrow. Stick to collecting your trolleys, mate. <laughs> you were like, I, I was just driving home. I was about to come in and tell you that you're beautiful. <laughs> Forget about that guy. Yeah. Nat works in HR. I was like, look, uh, we should really report him because... <laughs> that's that's sexual harassment at it's work. Pretty man. inappropriate. He, yeah, he was getting paid to do that. You know, uh, it wouldn't be right if we went let that go. I wonder if um, and 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 that when you hear this, don't take this the wrong way. But I wonder if like like he does, he's got a bit of a shotgun approach, or if he Ooh, just nah. no, like, or if he just spotted Nat out of the crowd and was like, I I need to say it. Like, I wonder. Uh, yeah, I wonder how he how he goes about it. I was like, all oh, right. Well, next time we're in Morrison's, point him out and that If he's a security guard, it'd probably be some fucking big beefcake. <laughs> you you go into in Morrison's and that, like, got your arm around the shoulder and that, like, this is, this is my wife, everyone. Yeah. So I, I think yeah. we're going to write a formal letter of complaint. Uh, I, I asked yeah. Nat for a description of him. I'm going to do one of them, uh, you know, like the, uh, the criminal. Have you, yeah, have you yeah. seen this guy's face? A little, little warning. Stick it outside, yeah. Well, that's, I guess it's nice in a weird way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, on, on a serious note, like, yeah, you'd be buzzing, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would. It's that's nice. Never happened to me in Morrison's, tell you that. <laughs> I know, yeah. We were buying baked beans, fish fingers. He must have been like, that last knows out of a good time. <laughs> Just looking through her shopping. Beans, toothpaste, vodka. Yeah, she, she knows what she's doing. But she did say that she'd, like, obviously been in the shop and um, she didn't buy a bag, so she had, like, the beans and fish fingers and put some like other stuff inside of like a handbag. So she's like, I wonder if he thought like, hang on love, that's not a Morrison's bag. But then he came over and bottled it. But no, I reckon uh, shooting a shot. Speak, speaking of bags, actually, this happened to me tonight in Asda near me. Recently they've started, I don't know if you do this, but like I've got loads of bags in my boot, but I always forget them. So when yeah, I'm in there, yeah, I'm yeah. like, oh, I need to get a bag. They're usually just hanging up out on the little peg. Uh-huh. And I don't know if all supermarkets have started doing this or just the one that I go to, but the last like three, four, five times I've been, I got to get a bag and I'm like, oh, fuck, there's no bag. So I have to like find the person. And usually there's like one person across like, you know what I mean? Like people are waiting for ages, aren't they? Like yeah. when it's when it's like beeping. I was like, oh, I need a bag. So I like walk up to the woman. She like, they carry the bags around with them now because obviously people are just nicking them yeah. or like, like not scanning them or not paying them or whatever. So their, their solution to that is, the the woman on the thing on the things just carries a massive sack of bags with her, and if you want one, you have to ask her, and then she comes over and scans it for you and puts oh, it on the what? thing, and it feels proper like I did it tonight. I was like, oh, can I just grab a bag off you? And she went, 
where's your uh where's your till love like which thing are you at and i was like oh down here and she like walked with me like i was like walking to the headmaster's office and then yeah. she was like beeped the through this one i was like yeah and she beeped it and put it on the thing for me and i was like ah oh, it's humiliating it's about 50p a bag now yeah i think it is it's about 30 40 p or something but i was thinking do you think she does that with everyone or just like, does she do it with like a 60 year old woman or does she just how does she gauge it like i was dressed like this i had a little cap on and my hoodie in that move she was like ah you might nick yeah. a bag I bet that guy in Morrison's wasn't scanning nuts bags. So he'd been like, have as many as you want. You can have 10 if you want. Yeah, I'll just take um, them off my wages. Just have them. <laughs> I sometimes do that thing where I was like, well, I don't need a bag. But then you end up buying like 20 products. Yeah. And you're like almost juggling it out the shop. And you're like, oh, yeah. God, I yeah. should have just bought a bag. So, yeah, I don't know. It's made me want to stop going to Asda, to be honest. Because I've got to go and like get, get the teacher to to do it for me you know what i mean because she's like doesn't trust me it's got morrison's got the sex pest to do it the old uh, security guard yeah i'm gonna start hanging around that morrison's and see if i get any <laughs> <laughs> we'd have to start going to like care homes or something where we're like maybe yeah like oh look at you nice and smart <laughs> yeah yeah what a gentle old people don't like it when young people have like beards to them they're like, yeah. like that. they're like oh yeah. you need clean shaven and your head come to the side like where's your tie like, <laughs> no don't wear ties no more speaking of age andy 35 tomorrow Oh shit, yeah. Happy birthday for tomorrow. So cheers, mate. Have you uh I know you've probably got a cake coming on that. Just uh you can tell me now what, what you got coming. Oh that's in the post, isn't it? Yeah. I you know, I, I imagine you've got some pretty big plans, so I just Yeah. Just checking. But yeah, we'll see what that is tomorrow. With secret live podcast, you'll wake up and I'll be in bed with you on <laughs> <old> microphone. <laughs> yeah. Birthday poddy. Just been to Walesburg. Oh yeah. How was it? Was, it? Yeah, it was really good. The weather was good. It was cool. We like went to some of the old pubs and things. Like seriously, some of them places, man. It's like going in a time machine. It's like going back to the nineteen twenties or something. We went to like this pub our mate Dave uh, recommended, and it is the most backwards pub you've ever been to in your life. The only beer they sell is Bass, right? <laughs> and then yet this instead of sell, serving it from like a, a pump, they serve it from a glass jug, like a four pint jug. <laughs> There's an old woman who's called Bessie who runs it, but she's now 95. So, like, we went in and, like, there's, like, front room with this 95-year-old woman who, bless her, looked dead. And, like, and then I was like, oh, God, like, this can't be a pub. This looks mental. And then we went in the other side and it's just like, oh, it's so weird. And the only thing they do is bath. So I was just like, look, we'll have four pints of bath, please. <laughs> the granddaughter was pouring it from this uh, jerk. But then it had been there all day. Like it, it's just one jug to keep filling up. But what? we were like the, we were the first people in there so, filling up from where though? Like the so barrel. I've like, like I've like casks. Yeah. Um, they've got a novel way of sort of keeping it fresh too. All of the beers I had are on like on a just on a shelf covered in dust. So like you would you wouldn't dream of having one of them. So you see the see the photograph. So they got like, like that's the jug there. And yeah. they've got a bag of scampi fries as a lid. So that was the way of keeping it fresh. Fuck. Did you have some? Yeah, yeah. How did it taste? So, uh, it's okay. But then it, oh, it was God. really... I'll read you some of the TripAdvisor reviews because they're quite funny. Wait, why was this recommended to you? I guess because it's like... It's so... Is it a bit of a novelty? Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's kind of like... Weird. It's so backwards. It's like... like Not cool. But like people go like, if you want an authentic sort of... You're in right, a time yeah. machine experience. Go on there. Right. <laughs> we had like 
I painted bus, and then I was like, "Oh man, like um, I think I'm gonna shit myself." You know, I was like, "Oh, oh God. so it wasn't refreshing." Probably not, but they also I was like, "This place, I, they won't have a toilet." It, it was certainly didn't look like an establishment of a toilet. And I was like, "Oh no!" And if I'm it gonna, did, you didn't want to be in that. Yeah, it'd be like, yeah, you see that bucket in the corner over there with a bag of, <laughs> yeah. bag of scampi fries on top of it. <laughs> That's the toilet. It looked like the bathroom on a saw that they wake up in. So there's a painting on the wall of what Bessie used to look like, uh, pouring pouring from the same jug. Um, <laughs> never been washed, just refilled over and over again. So here's a picture of Nat at the bar. <laughs> I'm telling you, it was so weird. But it was, again, it was a proper experience. There's loads of people like reviewing it like, it was the most disgusting pub I've ever been. It's like, yeah, it, it, that's it. It, it, it's like, that's not the vibe. It's like, it's not changed forever. Oh, and you reckon that wallpaper's been on the wall? Probably a fair while. Check out all the flies too. You see that? So there's a there's a someone's done a paint of Bessie there with the jugs. See that's her pouring. Oh yeah. And then there's loads of dead flies. I'll read you some of the TripAdvisor reviews, boo. Yeah, so these are some of the we like the pub by the way, so before I read these bad reviews, we, we enjoyed our experience. What did you like about it? Just the, the unique oh, experience. It was mental. It was so weird, like well getting pints in for, for the jug and then like all the locals came in too I can't do a Welsh accent otherwise I would do one they were like alright mate have you got a new wheel on your tractor and he's like yeah yeah fucking brilliant you know like they were proper like farm folk then like right, you know yeah. Yeah. it was re- it literally was like being in a time machine <laughs> so this person says uh, to be honest this pub has changed my view on life I walked in and flies were being added to drinks there's a lot of thing about people drinking pints with flies <laughs> and when I brought it to Bessie's attention she said what am I meant to do about it and then I walked out disturbed never going back <laughs> me and my friends went here thinking it would be a lovely place to sit and have a catch up and, when, and have a drink when I got there the place was so old one of the floorboards broke and my friend <laughs> cut herself <laughs> Yeah, and he says, I'm deeply disturbed by what I've seen when I entered this pub. I could see an individual pouring flies into a pint, followed by a small guy driving a buggy nearly hitting the woman. Uh, would definitely not recommend. <laughs> I don't know why. There's loads of them about people drinking flies. <laughs> well, uh, did you have any flies in your drink? Well, not that I saw. Um <laughs> Andy, you you could uh, you could have a, a viral TikTok video of you filmed in this place. Yeah, it it was they're saying like it's not for non locals kind of. If you go in there, sort of TikTok and or like uh, yeah. like they they don't like outsiders. I don't think we blended right. in well. We were polite. I guess if you know what to expect and you know it's kind of a novelty, you'd be all right. Yeah, we we it was really good. We had to drive to the middle of nowhere, so I guess you'd probably be drink driving if you were local. But if you were just walked in and you didn't know about any of this you'd get a shock wouldn't you you'd be oh like, yeah it didn't even look like a pub like there's no sign like it did not look like a pub this yeah this review says when i entered the first thing i saw were three flies fighting to get out of a pint <laughs> i said to the guy do you want me to take the flies up for you the locals were very unwelcome and said in a loud voice no and then proceeded to drink his pint uh, i don't understand why they're keeping that jug full of the bass like what what's the thought process behind that well i think rather than having like a, a tap on you know for pulling pints mm. they just go cask jug jug to be a like glass but then isn't the jug isn't it just going to get flat if you have the fourth pint from that 
Mm, I think you need to be there on a good day where there's a good turnover. But like, it's not like a normal pub where you think, oh, well, I'll have a Carlin, Foster's, uh, like Star. It's like, it's bass or no bass. It's like everybody's drinking bass. Or a dusty bottle from the shelf. Yeah. So it was good, though. It was, it was an experience. I was thinking, oh, should I talk about that like pub in Wales? It's like, well, not like the pub is cool, but I was like, I don't feel like we're taking it. It's like, what's the chances of that 95 year old woman listening to us talking about a pub? <laughs> Shit. Hang on. Did, yeah. Is he talking about us? We've got a pub full of flies and served beer from. But even if she did, she can't really say anything against it, can yeah. she? I mean, ah, it and is we a bit liked mental. it. Going on record saying Sea Dog approved. If you like bass from a jug, that's the only place to go. Right, Berg, I've got a new feature for you. This is... Uh, oh, yeah? <laughs> don't get too excited because... Uh, is it? How many flies are in the pint? <laughs> well, it's quite close to that in terms of originality. Right, this new feature is called <clears throat> Questions from Other Podcasts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right I'm going to ask you a question, Berg, from somebody else's podcast who actually has listeners... Uh, yeah, just out of interest. Right, so this That's is from... where we've got to, isn't it? Stealing yep. from other podcasts. <laughs> it's got to that point. If you could go in a time machine, right, either go and be born in the past or born in the future, what would you do? I'd be born in the past. Yeah, what time? Uh, I'd like to live in the 60s. I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, like not too long ago in the past where like everything's gone to shit and you're going to get the plague or something. I'd like to, I'd like to go back to like in my twenties, in the sixties, so I could go and see like Black Sabbath and that. Like, uh, you'd have to go back to the forties then if you're gonna be born. Oh, you mean born? What year? Well, born? Nah, fuck like, well, just just going down. Say like, I'm like twenty odd in the sixties, is what I mean. So yeah, yeah. born like forty. Whatever. I would just say time machine, like ping back to where you go in the future. Be pretty cool, I guess. Don't know the way things are going, mate. If you went back in time, at least you'd be like really clever compared to other people in terms of like i don't know you definitely go you definitely go to the past and you do a uh back to the future get the old uh, sports almanac bring it back but also experience the time then yeah get to see all the all the old bands in the day that'd be cool that'd be cool wait say you went like 20 years in the future like like your whole family that would be like oh shit like yeah andy just disappeared you know yeah, that's the thing. Like, do you disappear from this timeline or do you continue? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Because, like, saying Back to the Future, there's like two of them because obviously it's two timelines. But do you disappear or do you? Yeah, you like pink. So, say you went in the f- to the future, you'd pink the future, and then say I went in the future, you would be doing a little podcast like True Crime about how your little podcast buddy disappeared. I don't know. Now I'd probably be with that guy from Morrison's. <laughs> <laughs> Saying, Thank fuck that guy left. <laughs> if you could. Dogs have pretty sweet lives, don't they, right? Say if, it's, say if you're a dog and you're in like a nice family, yeah. get a walk every day, get nice food, like, get, you know, they get just sleep all day, do whatever they want. If someone could say to you now, you could be a dog, right? But it wouldn't be like you just disappeared. Like you just never existed in this timeline. Oh, okay. And you could so it wouldn't be like your family, like, where is he? He's disappeared. Like you just yeah. they'd lost all knowledge of you. It was like a different timeline. And you could be a dog in it with a nice family. Would you do it? Hmm. Could you be a dog within your own family? Wouldn't that be worse though? Because then Well, do you have a memory? If you don't have the memory of them, then yeah, that's fine. 
But if you do have the memory and you're in a dog's body and you can't communicate, <laughs> that would be horrible. Yeah. You, but then I guess when everyone else is going to work, we're like, right, ah, yeah. See you later now. I'm chilling in, in the dog bed. Time to lick my balls for half an hour. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I used to think, yeah, I'd do it. I'd take the deal. They do have a pretty sweet life these days, dogs. I mean, Eddie. Very sweet life. Yeah. He's like sleeping all day. They've got the treats. they got the nice food, nice walks. Get to just sleep as much as I want. No responsibilities, no worries, no stress. We did get Eddie's nuts chopped off, though. That'd be... Yeah, true. That wouldn't be so fun. I think it's just shit outside. Not that I want to shit outside now, but I do like pissing outside. Yeah. I've probably told you before. Yeah. I find it quite liberating just having to piss outside. Well, when we go wild camping, Boo, you'll be shitting outside. Digging a little hole. Have you been wild camping then? <laughs> I've been camping remotely. There's a couple, There's a place we went which pretty sound. Uh, yeah, I camp out in the sticks, but they do have a little toilet block. Couldn't... Couldn't we? I think we. Are you meant to dig a hole? I've, I mean, could you just shit in a in a Pringles dog poop bag? I guess, yeah. <laughs> or a Pringles can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, you could shit wherever you want. I mean, the world's your oyster poop. You could do it wherever you want. What's the best way to like? I think you're meant to like dig a hole or something, and then it probably makes more sense to just shit and bury it because if you're shitting in a bag, you've got to find a bin for it. You got to carry it around, and there's human shit in a bag. <laughs> I guess you're if, just gonna leave if you're bike. in the countryside, just do it on a shovel and like fling it like fifty yards in the distance. Do you reckon it would be? Do you reckon it would feel nice, just like back to, you know, back to nature, back to instincts, back in the back to caveman. Well, it's yeah, like, like the way we sit, squatting and shit. Where we sit in the toilet's not good for us, is it? Yeah, yeah, you're gonna be like yeah. lower down, aren't you? <clears throat> I guess I'll just do it into a little stream and watch it float off into the distance. So. <laughs> <laughs> Seagull swoop down and, and grab it. Yeah. Um, some little kids playing in the, in the stream. <laughs> like the down, down screen. <laughs> there's a book called Strange Tales from a Chinese Studio, and there's uh-huh. a story in it, a ghost story, about a man called Lian. And basically, it's about this man who was born with a penis so small he couldn't use it you know to reproduce and their references little tiny penis as a silkworm throughout the story so basically he's got a tiny little silkworm and one day he's i think he's taking a letter taking a letter to a village and then he's in this courtyard and there's this ghost lives in this courtyard this ghost called clever and the ghost tries to have sex with him but <laughs> plot twist he He's got a tiny little dick, so she can't. The last thing you think you'd be getting dick shamed by is a ghost, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've, got, you've already got a stroke of bad luck not being blessed with like a normal-sized dong, and you've got a little silkworm. And ghosts try it on me, and you're like, you're right, you're not going to believe this, but look at this. Yeah, the gist is, man has small willy, ghost sort of shames him, he then takes some pill, Gets a bigger knob. It's quite a confusing story, to be fair. But somebody gave him a... I don't know if it was the ghost who, who made his dick grow. I wonder if she's still kicking about, actually. Might get in touch with her. Ghost <laughs> penis pump. We can get the Ouija board out and see if we can summon her. Ah, yeah. We're looking for the ghost. You can uh, make your knob bigger. Yeah. Just put the word silkworm on the board. <laughs> <laughs> Times two. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, well, it got me thinking because you often see these stupid stories in like the Daily Star, don't you? Yeah. Of like woman 
has claims to have sex with ghosts. Nice. Um, and they've always got such stupid headlines, haven't they? And I, this yeah. made me think as well. So the headline for this is, things that go bonk in the night. <laughs> and it, like the only time you ever see that language, bonk and romp, is in shitty tabloid newspapers, isn't it? Where else, does anyone else use them words? Beano? Uh, yeah, but yeah, bonk, at least that was over time. Bonk. <laughs> yeah, it's always like steamy night with, or like they do it with football. Yeah. It's like, Rue wouldn't believe this. But yeah, they always use bonk and romp. Just, There's a couple of stories of people who claim to be... And there are pictures of the people, and when you see them, you're like, ah, checks out. <laughs> Woman who claims she had sex with a ghost says it was the best sex she's ever had. So this last, she's 26. Uh, she was in this like old house by herself, um, and there was a portrait of this guy on the wall from 1820. Yeah. And then next thing she knows, he's appeared next to her in the bed and starts touching her up, and she goes along with it. Gets this gets the silkworm out. I felt a hand on my waist, but the touch was strange, light and cool. Within seconds, they began having sex. She was like, during the lovemaking, I sensed all all kinds of things about him. His name was Robert, and he lived over a hundred years ago. We didn't speak. It was as if he was communicating with me telepathically. His body was soft and light. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. If you're last and you talk about having sex with someone, the word "soft" isn't what you <laughs> want to hear, is it? It was so soft. It was the best sex I've ever had in my life. Um, and then he just quite literally ghosted her. Like, he just disappeared. Oh, man. He, he did, it, did, his, uh, did the business, and then he just disappeared. And then she told her mates about it, and they're like, are you all right? <laughs> do we do-? Yeah. Do you think that's like, oh, I'm going to make my boyfriend, or well, my ex-boyfriend jealous. Oh, I've had the best sex of my life. Like, okay, with a ghost. Like, all right, okay. Yeah, well, it says that she got a, she got a new boyfriend. She told him about it. And he was like, "What?" He's like, "You're obviously just dreaming." And she's yeah. like, "No, it wasn't. It was the best sex I've ever had." Was that in the Daily Star? Yeah, classic Star material. That. Yeah, and there's another one who said that she's married a ghost, but after five months decided she wanted to divorce him, so got an exorcist. But like, it's one thing saying this, but it's another thing like getting pictures taken for the paper and telling your story. Like, you just I don't know. Do you reckon they just have a roster of kind of? people to say look we've got a stupid story we'd need someone for photos yeah we'll give you 200 quid to just talk some shite and get your picture in the paper i was listening to a podcast today and it's about an old fella called john shepherd uh, mm-hmm. and there's also a next netflix documentary on him yeah i watched that a few years ago i found it really interesting so he's like built like a big system hasn't he and he's sending yeah. stuff out into space so there's this guy he's like born in michigan and he doesn't really have many friends then he's like going to primary school and things and like doesn't quite fit in. And he becomes mates with like the janitor and he's like dead interested in machinery. So he's like, like checking out like the boiler room and stuff and all that kind of thing. He's also one of them kids that get brought up by the grandparents. So like he's like a, a grandma kid. Um, then his granddad's teaching him like school stuff, but he's an electrician. And this guy just decides he wants to start building like basically it, it looks like a spaceship. And he um, starts making um, a radio studio with transmitters and basically blasting out music into space. So he gets like a transmitter and build this big spaceship thing and he's sending music half a million miles into space trying to get like a response. And he's been doing that for it's like 30 years or something, hasn't he? 30 years. For, so he said for at least 10 years in a row, for between two and three hours, he was doing a radio show into space 
for 10 years and nobody was listening. I know the feeling. <laughs> I, see, I, I can relate to this guy quite well. We've been pumping out uh, content into space that no one's hearing. Yeah, who do you think we'll get an email response first, us or uh, John Ship? <laughs> All right, all right, that's enough. Uh, don't want to give you all too much of a good thing, so we'll end it there. Um, hopefully, bad times recording's gone out. We've received an email. We, we were getting spam emails in the in the early days and DMs and stuff. We don't even get them anymore. We've gone backwards somehow. <laughs> you didn't think it was possible. But, uh... As soon as we start blasting jazz music or whatever into space, yeah, we'll guess we'll get some kind of response. Whoever is listening, our loyal handful of listeners if any of you have had experiences with a jug full of bass or if any of you have got a silkworm not that you can admit that but we both admitted it on this episode so if anyone does uh email in there's a high likelihood we'd read it out because (laughs) is that the prize is it is that supposed to convince people if we get shit one we'll just pretend it didn't you know we didn't get one but the email address we should probably actually say what it is i guess see the radio pod isn't it at uh, gmail.com yeah, so cdogradiopod at gmail.com, yeah? If anyone figures out who that Asda guy is, let us Morrison's. know. It's Andy. Andy wants a word with him. Morrison's. Morrison's. Yeah, Morrison's. I think we need to go size him up. If if I look like he could like beat me up, which is a high likelihood, we just won't ever mention it again. You want to go in and like pretend, like make it make, look all shifty and make it look like you're nicking stuff so he grabs you and then yeah. you're an innocent guy and then he's going to get little uh, slap on the wrist for that. We'll use that as a plan, and I'll film yeah. it. He'll be like, oh, hello, she's in again. <laughs> he could be our first guest. We could get him on the body. Yeah, that when we lost him his job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, all right. Thanks for listening, everyone, and uh, I'll see you next time. Yeah, we're going to be more consistent. We're going yeah, to we, get, keep, yeah. We, we need to stop saying that in the episodes, because... <laughs> We said that last time and it's been like yeah, a week. I guess false promises. <laughs> Every Thursday, keep refreshing. <laughs>